Hey, hey, young lady, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? Good, good, good. Huh? Well, it's been like for a week. Uh, today is Wednesday. No, today is Tuesday. Today so, is Tuesday, love. I'm so, I'm so turned around. Uh, just, I'm just kind of waiting on uh, uh, everyone to come on the board with us. I like this. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> Good. Yeah. But uh, we're going to switch. Get everyone to come on and get on board. Now, we had a great show on Sunday. We had Ward 3, Odwin Samuel on uh, Sunday. And I must say, uh, it was a great show. It was a good show. We, you know, we got to, to um, hear his his platform and what he wanted to do, and for the next two years. And so here we go. We're gonna have we're gonna have guests on our show. Each candidate will be on on our podcast, and we want to invite everybody to join us all at Knowledge's Power Podcast Live. Okay. We're we're trying to get as many candidates as we are that we can get on. We're trying to work them in, honey, so that we yeah. can chat with them and yeah. investigate their ass and see what's going on. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Good. That's what I'm talking about. So I'm looking forward to it. And I know we had a little typo on our thing. Brandon is running for Warp 4. Right. So tonight we have Brandon Johnson, and we're looking forward to that. But let me tell you a little bit about Knowledge is Power because we're super excited about that. And they can find us on what? LinkedIn, Spotify. Yeah, we've got we all over the place. Where you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Spotify, iHeartRadio, LinkedIn, Apple, iTunes, and, and Google. Google. Yeah, I'm excited so, about that. Yes, and Knowledge yes. is Power Podcast Live is an important platform to share information by educating Southeast Texas African-American communities with valuable information on health, education, finances, politics, and business. And we are your one-stop shop for everything Southeast Texas, baby. We got you covered and we are going to have a great show tonight. Yes. So before we bring Brandon Johnson on, again, let me straighten up my little error. He's running for Ward 4. And uh, Ward 4, that's it, Ward 4 <laughs> here in Beaumont, Texas, for the May uh, election this year, the 2021. So with that being said, tell us also, um, LaDonna, about tomorrow night, Wednesday. Every Wednesday, for the next couple of Wednesdays, we're going to be presenting the candidates, or I'm presenting the candidates down at Nail Sports Bar and Grill. That's 2820 Washington Boulevard. Tomorrow night, we're going to have A.J. Turner and Stacey Lewis, and that's from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m., um, and we're going to meet and greet. Uh, uh, social distance is required, and please wear your mask. We're looking forward to that. And then the following week, we're going to have Miles Haynes, so we're looking forward to it. We're excited. Right. Hey, guys, we'll be right back with our special guest, Brandon Johnson, right after this. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live with your host, Tony Redford, and my co-host, LaDonna Sherwood and Francis Lawkins. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live starts now. 
Brandon, Brandon Johnson. How you doing? How you doing? Great, great, great. And uh, you know who's also here with us? LaDonna Sherwood. Of course. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to be talking with Brandon Johnson, everybody. He's running for, and he's a candidate for Ward 4 here in Beaumont, Texas, for the, the May election. And we are going out full force with all the candidates that we're going to have them joining us. But tonight is a special night. We've got to pay Archie King, <laughs> Brandon <Hello>, Johnson. <laughs> all right, guys, uh, LaDonna. Okay, Brandon, here we go. Uh, you know, I got your back. Let's talk a little bit about who you are. Tell yes. us. I want to know who is Brandon Johnson. I don't know Brandon Johnson. So tell me who is Brandon Johnson is. Tony, you don't know me? Come on, man. <laughs> uh, Brandon Johnson, I was born and raised in uh, Beaumont, Texas. I've been here for uh, 35 years. Um, <laughs> my friend Willie Johnson, I had where my mother is from Beaumont as well. Uh, she was part of the Sam growing up. She married my father. He's originally from Louisiana, Willie Johnson. Um, I have a twin sister. I have an older brother and I have a daughter um, who absolutely changed my entire life. Um, I'm a local business owner. Um, I went to Lamar University, got a degree in, in bachelor's, bachelor's degree and went on to work at Verizon where I became a real estate investor. And then um, I started, I went back for my real estate license. After four years, I became a real estate broker. Uh, Realty Depot Texas is my company. And I, we just had our four year anniversary. Uh, we're the only full fledged service, full fledged brokerage in this area. Uh, we offer property management, buying and leasing, uh, financing. Uh, we've partnered with Town Square. Also, I'm a loan originator with Town Square Mortgage as well. So we use them for all of our financing, in-house financing and things like that. We also um, offer rehabs and everything. Um, I have been a community advocate for quite some time. You know, I have a nonprofit organization and we're very active in the community. And I'm just ultimately a public servant. You know, I enjoy helping others. I enjoy helping my community. I'm extremely passionate about that. Um, I'm an open book, really, but that's the non, the long and short of it. Well, let, let me let me ask you a question. Uh, you said you're extremely passionate about that. Tell us uh, what makes you a good candidate for Ward 4. Give us a little bit about what, why should we choose you for Ward 4? What makes me a good candidate for Ward 4? One, I'm passionate. I'm passionate about my community. Um, again, I've been in Beaumont for 35 years. My mother has been there for 60 plus years. My grandparents, my aunts, uncles, cousins, you know, a lot, all of my family is there. So seeing Beaumont on the right path, um, it's, it's what I'm here for. So when I say, when I speak to my passion, that's where it comes from, you know, um, I'm I'm the I'm a person with integrity. Um, I'm innovative. You know, I'll be transparent in the office. Why you should vote for me is because I, I'm here for you guys. You know, um, I'm not a politician. Point blank, period. I'm a public servant, and I believe that when you are an elected official, you are a public servant. So the public comes first before my own personal uh, anything that I want. My community, my constituents. 
the people who hired me or elected me to work for them, that's who I'm here for. And and, and I want to serve you guys to the best of my ability. Again, um, if you if you look at the things that my nonprofit has done in the community from Easter egg hunts to back school drives to feeding families from the holidays, uh, bringing toys to 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 Virginia Manor, Washington Manor, Sunlight Manor, things like that over the, over Christmases, that wasn't for my own personal gain. That was for to put a smile on other people's face. And so when I speak to me being able to serve my community, that's what I'm here for. Whenever we give bikes away at schools and things like that, that's what your, your, your people who have a vested interest in your community, that's what they do. They're active in your community. Tony, you got a question? Go ahead, baby. Okay. So I heard you say a little bit about uh, your passion and how you're not a politician. Um, tell me a little bit about what do you think some of the issues are facing Beaumont? What do you think some of the main issues are facing Beaumont? Some of the main issues, important issues, in my opinion, is uh, infrastructure, the brown water, the lack of the lack of economic development, um, our schooling, our school board as a whole, as well as the growing crime rate. Um, we have a, we have roughly over one hundred eighteen thousand citizens in Beaumont, and and we have a higher crime rate or equal to crime rate per capita to Houston, Texas, who have you know, and Houston is one of the fastest growing cities in in the, in the nation. Um, the brown water. Yeah, I was going to say, tell me what your top priorities would be if elected. Well, top, my top priorities. Uh, <laughs> um, so the brown water infrastructure and drainage would be a, a huge issue to me. But seeing how uh, I know Albert Turner and Audwin spoke on those when they were on your show, if we get those tackled immediately, my biggest objective or my biggest uh, priority would be youth engagement and mentoring um, because the youth is the future of our city, you know, and we have to do something to make sure they're on a straight and narrow path and we have to give them reasons to stay in Beaumont, you know, opportunities, you know, so, you know. Now, let me ask you this. Um, tell me a little bit about your economic development um, initiative and community revitalization that you spoke about uh, before. So the community revitalization program, Beaumont has over 300 red tag properties in the city of Beaumont. I have done a proposal with the city of Beaumont to um, be able to obtain these properties or purchase them for land value, renovate and rehab, if they can be brought back, if they can be renovated and rehabbed, renovate and rehab them and resell them. Actually, let me take a step back. The city of Beaumont has over 300 red tag properties. On the low end, it costs the city about $5,000 to tear down a property. That's $1.5 million if we were to tear down every red tag property. That's one. Five million dollars that the city has never reimbursed. They don't take ownership of the property, and that property uh, remains not on a tax roll. With my proposal and my program, 
we are able to obtain the property at land value if we have to purchase it. Um, with me having a nonprofit, they can actually donate the property to us if, you know, and you, it's tax deductible. But we will we will renovate and rehab the property, bring it up to 2015 city code, which is the last uh, the, the latest update. Bring it up to code. If it can't be rehabbed, we will tear it down and replace it with a new structure. But we will sell this property. What that does for the city, it gets that property back on the tax roll. It it helps beautify the city. You know, I, I would much rather walk outside and see uh, a brick home or a new construction over walking outside and seeing a home that's falling apart. Now Those, let me let me stop you there. How do you feel like? Do you feel like that? affects our economic development can you speak to that is that is that what we're speaking of yes yes uh very much so and and that's where i was going um the proceeds from the the sale of the home will go to scholarship funds i just had a a, a conversation with jeremy pavlovich and and um i working with the union um being able to send kids to school for plumbing you know, uh, the, the, the union offers a plumbing program. They offer electrical programs. We can, the, the proceeds from the scholarship fund will, will, will fund uh, kids from uh, single parent household, things like that for these trades or these crafts, these skilled craftsmen. And you're keeping people in Beaumont. Give you an example. Uh, uh, if you go to the plumbing program, my scholarship program will pay for that. And you'll make, money while you're actually paid while you're learning so you're not right. just going wasting time or money you're actually gaining an hourly rate while you're learning 18 years old you can be making 25 dollars an hour and the following year it goes up i believe two dollars an hour that's awesome for a kid who never thought they would leave uh, uh, right. a poverty stricken area right. also what that does is that property is back on the tax roll, so now you're generating revenue for the city. And as far as economic development, nobody wants to invest in a blighted neighborhood. Nobody wants to invest in a blighted neighborhood. We have two Chick-fil-A's in Beaumont. We have, I'm sorry, three Chick-fil-A's in Beaumont. Two of them are on Dowling Road, and one of them is in Central Beaumont on, on College Street. We have a multitude of grocery stores. We have a market basket in, in on Lavaca and South Park area. You have a Lucky 7 in the north end. And then uh, when you go to the west end, you have two Kroger's. You have H-E-B. You have Walmart. You have two market baskets. You know, so nobody wants to bring any real business or any vital businesses to a blighted neighborhood or, or you know, a poverty-stricken area. And I'm not saying War 4 is a poverty-stricken area. But when you when 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 you walk the streets and you see houses falling down, you know nobody's gonna nobody wants to. I don't believe a a real business wants to invest there. You don't see any title companies on that side of town. You don't see a bistro or things like that on 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 that side of town. We have maybe one bank, and that's Chase on on uh, Park Street. Well, uh, Brandon, uh, I'm sorry, I was feeding my face. So I, I come in a little late, so uh, excuse me for greasing up on you. Uh, but let me ask you this. Uh, what is, name me three major issues that's facing the ward forward, and what can you do to uh, make an improvement? And what can you do 
to 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 promote growth in Ward Four? That's three questions I just asked, right? Let's go to Ward. So, can you ask them one at a time, if you don't mind? Nah, you know I can't remember that. <laughs> you said, what are three things facing Ward Four? Right. And what can you do? And what can you do to improve the growth of Ward Four? So mm -hmm. I think the three things he kind of already touched on that I that I've heard so far is uh, infrastructure, sewage and drainage, and crime rate. But I, I I think he also said something about economic development. Now I don't I, I he was talking about a little program that he's working on, but I guess you weren't Tony. You know what? You clearly weren't listening to the conversation. <laughs> I told you I was grease in my face. I was okay, trying. So okay, so now you want us to backtrack? Okay, <laughs> now, I can him in. <laughs> okay, now now I, mean, I asked this question to all the uh, candidates that comes on that on our show, and um, um, and. I want to make sure that we are on the right page. What uh, what skills would you bring to the table uh, as a councilman for Ward 4? Well, I, I, before we go there, LaDonna touched on crime rate. And you asked what, you know, I, I, we did talk about the other two issues already, but LaDonna also touched on crime rate again. I'm for community policing. You know, um, like when I was growing up, we had Chicken Club, we had D.A.R.E., uh, Joe Stevenson was my dare uh, teacher, and he was one of the people, one of the many people in my community that I didn't want to disappoint. You know, uh, I remember when, when he would visit our school one one particular month, our student of the month, and he brought me a picture of himself uh, when he was playing college football and things like that. And that meant the world to me. I hung, I had it framed and hung up for years to come. But we don't have that accountability or we don't have those type of uh, uh, leaders like we once did. And I don't even think chicken club is, is no more. So, you know, um, um, so you're saying you want to bring back some of those programs. I'm going to bring back some of those programs because um, kind of give you an example. When I was growing up as a, you know, as a kid, my parents was the source of authority, what they said goes. And when you're out and about the police are the source of authority, what they say go to, you know, to a certain degree, whether right or wrong. Uh, but when it comes to community policing and you see your community, your police officers being involved in your community, you build a relationship with them. And, and along that relationship, you build confidence in them. You build your comfortability with them. You know, um, I remember I was younger, you know, uh, uh, um, police officers used to come to the come to our areas and they bring their dog and they would throw uh, footballs with the dog and a dog would go get it and bring it back. We thought that was amazing as kids. You know, even even Officer Gilmore, who's been very active in our community, you know, growing up. So things like that. I'm all for that if it's going to make our community safer and better. You know, so you say so you saying that but I'm asking this then. To, to to bring that type of atmosphere uh, to the to the award for are you in favor of hiring more minorities can you get will you be interested in, with the chief of police to try to work on hiring more minorities on the police force so they can look something like us yes yes i am all for hiring more minorities very much because, uh, you know, as bad as this may sound, I'm more comfortable being pulled over with a police officer that look like me as opposed to a police officer that doesn't look like me, you know, mm -hmm. uh, law-abiding citizen. But, you know, 
we relate to things that look like us. So, you know, when, when I get pulled over, I'm nervous. My hands are hanging out the window. So, yes, I definitely do would love to work with the chief of police who, um, you know, my heart goes out to him. I know he had a death in his family recently. But um, I would love to work with the chief of police to make sure that, you know, minority police officers or, or uh, are given a fair chance, as well as working with my community to let them know that becoming a police is very important. You know, because we complain about systematic racism where you can't change the system from the outside. You have to become part of the system to change the system. Now, I want to ask you something on a sidebar because we're talking about Ward 4. Um, and I guess we'll get to this in a minute. But you are familiar with the council manager style of government. With that being said, you know, they like to distribute monies equally between the wards. I've been getting everybody's opinion on this dog park. <laughs> so oh, come on, on, let's go, let's go talk about this dog park, honey. <laughs> well, let me say this, and I want to answer Tony's other question before we go to the dog park. Thank you. Equally <laughs> does always equate to equitably. <laughs> right. So when you're distributing money, if you get a million dollars and all four wards get a quarter of a million. Ward one and two might just need maintenance. Right. But three and four might need a complete rehab. So again, equal doesn't always equate to equitable. If we need, if, if I have a twin sister, she was super smart in school. You know, she's a nurse. I'm, I'm just a salesman. Um, if I needed extra tutoring and she got it on the first read, I need more time. But right now, Ward 3 and Ward 4 are those students or is that child that needs more TLC. They're not my sister who got it on the first try, you know. Um, but I'm going to come back. I'm going to answer Tony's question. He asked what uh, I want to say. He asked me um, what skills do I bring? Yeah, he yeah. did. Uh, Brother Tony, I mean, community leader. You know what? Before you ask, ask, answer that question. Let me let me tag it and ask you this question in a better way so that we can uh, flow a little better. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me just ask that the skills that you're going to bring and what makes you. That's that's three other two other candidates that's running for this position. And my other question, I'm going to add just two questions here. And what makes you the better candidate? What do you have that that makes you the better candidate? Why would we want? I, why would I vote for you? Okay, so the skills that I bring is community leadership. Um, the city of Bowman is nothing more than a business. They have a budget, they have objectives, they have tax, tasks that they have to accomplish. So I have a business. Like I said, I've owned uh, Realty Depot of Texas for four years. Um, so I'm business savvy. I'm hardworking. I'm willing to outwork anybody. Uh, I'm honest. I'm very honest. And I'm very transparent and I'm passionate about seeing Beaumont go down the right path. Um, I'm not paid for either. I'm running on my, like, like I am very selective who I take endorsements from because I don't want to feel like I owe anybody anything other than my constituents, other than War 4. I'm here because I've been preparing for this position for about six years now. My uncle started taking me to these city council meetings back in 2010. And six years ago, I wanted to run. 
and I had a family member that was running, so I didn't run. But as far as as my skill set, I think the fact that I own a business speaks for itself. The fact that my business is still there speaks for itself. The fact that it, my business is progressing daily speaks for itself. Um, because it, uh, again, you know, the city of Beaumont is nothing more than a business. We have a forty-five million dollar account. We have a budget. We have uh, 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 water drainage and sewer issues that we have to uh, tackle and things like that. So my reason for being a better candidate is because I'm willing to get out there and work side by side with the people of Ward 4, as well as the rest of the city of Beaumont. Even though Ward 4 will be my ward and be my main priority, I'm here for the whole city of Beaumont. You know, there's no reason why the entire city of, let me give you an example. When I went to Lamar University, and I grew up in the Pale Orchard, and I live in South Park now. When I went to Lamar University, I was a peer advisor. And every year during Week of Welcome, I had a multitude of parents ask, who would put a university in the middle of a ghetto? Once upon a time, South Park wasn't the ghetto. But the but perception is reality. And the only way to change right. some perception is to clean up your act you know if you think i'm a certain way the only way to change your perception of me is to change the way that i perceive myself or the way that i present myself so we have to change the way that war four presents itself to uh, our constituents and the people who are visiting war four because we want them to know that that um we're, we deserve better and we are better and i believe that and that's a good uh, way of thinking and i appreciate you saying that because we need we it, it, it takes all of us, excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me. It takes all of us to make uh, uh, our city better. Uh, the volunteers right. and uh, uh, those that that's not always complaining, but don't want to um, um, uh, help out and uh, with our city. So stop complaining. And they always say, stop complaining if you don't want to vote and make things change. We've got to do better than that. Mm -hmm. Problem. If you don't come to, you're part of a problem. I'm big on accountability. If I'm not doing what you hired me to do or what you elected me to do, hold me accountable. Right. Come to me, call me out because we can have a conversation about that. And and right. I don't mind being in the hot seat. <clears throat> I say and or do, I'm gonna stand beside it because I'm gonna do what's best for my uh my city. Let me ask you, uh, I think some people aren't really familiar with the uh council uh manager style of government can you kind of explain because i mean while you may have all the best intentions if nobody goes with you because of the style of government these things could be blocked or halted or different things depending on can you explain a little bit uh what does it take to get something passed an initiative brought to the floor things of that nature so for the people that maybe don't understand that's what that's what we want to hear yeah man look I have been educating people on this for a while now since this election has started because, of course, you know, this is a very, very important election. This is huge. Right. You know, yes. I, I mean, several seats up for grabs and things like that. So making sure we pick the right candidates is key. Um, um, our council. Not to cut you off, Brandon, you, you said the right word. Voting for the right candidate. <laughs> You know, not just because we, we know them or know you, 
we want the right candidate because you're not going in it, it with an I mentality. I mean, it's myself mentality. We, we, we want someone that's going to go out there and just bust their balls just to do what it takes to make our community much better. Exactly. And, and, right. and I'm that guy. I'm not, I'm again, I'm not bought and paid for, but um, we have, we have that, that style of government where it takes two people to bring something to council for to get it passed. So uh, kind of give you an example right now, if, if, if our incumbent right now in war four brings something to council, Hold on. I'm sorry. I think your connection is bad. I think he's frozen, uh, Tony. No, he's frozen on your end. We can't hear you. I can hear him very clearly. If if I oh, okay. something the council and I only and I only get and 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 whoever's in ward uh, three or of the mayor uh, sides with me and we bring something to council, it takes two to bring it and four to get it passed. I need four votes. So if the people who hire me or elect me to represent them. I need them uh -oh. to understand that if you want a uh, community hall, such as the YMCA or something like that, if you need a community center, if I petition for that and I have another uh, 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 councilman that sides with me, need two more votes. So it's two to bring something to council, four to, to get it passed. Majority rules. Um, now, the council... We work with a budget, so your council sets the budget, and the city manager administers whatever we set forth. Um, so, and, and anything that we get passed, the city manager also oversees whatever it takes to, that we brought forth as a whole, as the council. So, keep that in mind. Also, I want I want to talk to anybody who's watching this show. Please, please, please keep that in mind when you're voting. It takes two to bring something to council, four to get it passed. Okay. Well, yeah, that's true. And, it, and, it, and that's why we need to uh, have a strong outing when we vote, because we need those uh, four, four votes uh, so that we can make something happen. Um, and the councilmen, you know, uh, have so many people that they can appoint to other uh, seats. So, it, I mean, majority rules. Majority rules. Uh, um, Councilman uh, Brandon, oh, oh, I'm sorry, candidate. Oh, no, <laughs> Listen, um, okay, I, I'm from. I'm you know I don't live in Ward Four, so I'm not going to be able to vote for you. But I have, I have properties in in Ward Four. I have. Uh, I would. I grew up in Ward Four, and um, my question is. I'm, I, I work for Ward 4 because everybody in the city, I want to uh, be a blessing to them. So what I'm saying, and what I'm, what I'm saying here, and I'm, and I'm going to break it down this way. What can you be do as a councilman once you are on as a councilman? You know, speaking, you know, can you do to promote growth in the city of Beaumont and and grow? Prosperity for the Ward Four. Fight, fight, fight side by side with my constituents. Let them know that <laughs> I'm not gonna say when a, a freeze come, leave them. Uh, I don't want to 
you know, I, I uh, well, you, well, you do, you plan on going to Cancun? That's what I like. <laughs> Freeze cone, yeah. you sliding on the ice. I won't be in Cancun. <laughs> um, no, fight side by side. Yeah. On, on why them attending the city council meetings are important. They have a voice, you know, and, and again, I'm going to be the voice for them. You know, if you're not happy with your roads, um, let's talk about it. If you're not happy with the lack of lighting in War 4, let's talk about it. You know what I mean? That, that's a huge opportunity in itself, just the lighting. Now, I know city council doesn't uh, have any influence on the lighting also, but they do have influence on the city manager who can, and we can put a proposal together and tell them that, hey, LED lights are a lot more cost effective. They last longer. They're brighter than these orange lights we have up there now. You know, um, um, and they're a great deterrence. If I, I mean, you're not gonna break into a house that's well lit. Things, I mean, they, they, I mean, and, and also they cre create a sense of security. I live in Warford. I have floodlights on all the sides of my house, just in case, because my street light, because we like street lights. Now, if you go down Dowling and Folsom, it's lit up like a Christmas tree or like a football stadium at nighttime. I can see everywhere I'm going. So uh, I'm going to fight for that war. I'm going to fight for war for it because we deserve better. You know, the people in war for are resilient citizens and they deserve the best that Beaumont has to offer. We shouldn't flood just when it rains. You know, Emilda was a fluke, but, you know, we have drainage issues just when it rains. You know, my daughter has eczema. Whenever I have brown water, I can't bathe her. And, 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 and I'm a, I'm a germaphobe. This is next to godliness. I want to bathe her every night. Brandon. Yes, you know, and I know, and quite a few other people know that in Ward, I'm sorry, on the city council, there's division. And in that division, there is maybe a corporate there that uh, you have to deal with. I need to know by with confidence, how can and how would you uh, handle the adversity that you're going to face with the division that's already set in downtown city hall council. So here's the deal. My opinion. I had Coke in here. You're going to be changing my cup to something else. Um, <laughs> something a little stronger, Tony, for this question. Um, first and foremost, what the city council should present such a front that you can't tell that there's any division. In my opinion, well, can you work with them? Are you able to work? How can you work with them? I have had a multitude of jobs and I've worked with a lot of people. Any job you go on, you're going to have to deal with attitudes, you know, and, and, and I believe in praying before I go to work. I believe in praying before I tackle anything. Do I believe I can work with anybody? Yes. But oh gosh, can I work with anybody? Yes. How will I handle the division? Again, if we stay on track, Whatever's on that paper that we print out every week for council meetings, if we stick to that agenda and we don't divert and bring up our own agendas, you won't know that there's a division. Because the city, it shouldn't be a division in council if the city of Beaumont is your concern. Let me put it like okay. this. Tony, if I get married and my wife has a child and I and 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 
he's a he or she is a troubled child. And our objective is to make sure that this child stays on the right path or anything like that. We shouldn't have any division. We have one goal, and that's to make sure that this kid finishes school and goes off to be something. Right now, this council's uh, objective needs to be that the city gets back on the right track, lower our crime rate, get our infrastructure fixed, get our drainage fixed, get back from brown water to clear water. You know, when I started running my water the other day, it looked like tea. And, and so you should not see a division at all if we have that one common goal in mind, and that's the greater good of the city of Beaumont. Can I work with anybody? Do I think people will have their own agendas? Do I think you have to deal with different temperaments and things like that every day? I own a business. When I hire people, I know right off I'm going to have to deal with different temperaments. Everybody that I manage and, and, and sponsor have different attitudes, different temperaments. Some people are coin operated. Some people are, are stick motivated. Some are carrot motivated. Some you have to stay on. Some just going to go out there and hustle. You have to get to know the people that you're working with, the people that you're managing, and coach and manage them accordingly. So if someone is causing a rutkus all the time, then we have to expect that. Okay, we know when we get to the council meeting, this person is going to do A, B, C, and D. So to counter that, we have to do X, Y, and Z. So, I mean, you get ahead of it. It's chess, not checkers. But, I mean, if you if you stick to the common goal, which is the city of Beaumont and making the city of Beaumont a better place, a safer place, uh, uh, bringing economic development, bringing jobs and things like that, then then small things should not matter. You know, you know, you, you won't see the vision. You know, my parents, you know, my mother always said, whatever going in our house, we keep it in that house. So you would know if 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 me and my brother had a fight earlier that day because she wouldn't go tell nobody and she didn't allow anybody else to have, tell anybody. You know, uh, I'm not going to say she didn't allow anybody else because that sounds bad for my dad, but she didn't allow anybody else, you know. Okay. <laughs> but, Let's 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 move on to the comments. Uh, those who are watching and are listening to uh, Knowledge's Power Podcast Live, uh, and let's let's let's. I'm I'm gonna get only ask you questions. Um, I'm gonna give you one minute to reply to it and answer that questions, and we're gonna move on because we got we have quite a few, and I might not be able to uh, get everybody's questions answered. So, are you ready? <laughs> Yes, sir. Are you ready? All right. Here we go. Are no you crazy, ready, no ready, crazy ready. stuff, Tony. I know. All right. You. You know, you're not a, you're not a well, drama well, queen. Ooh, let's let's go from here. All right. Let's see here. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Before we, brother Tony. I mean, Madonna asked about the dog park. Do we need to answer? <laughs> that? Man, I don't need to ask that dog damn dog for park. Nobody want no damn dog. They want a dog park. Put it in the backyard somewhere. So let's move <laughs> on. Uh, what are your plans to bring people of all races and world four together? Uh, there is a splendid division politically in Beaumont, and which is true. We have some, some division in our communities as well. Uh, so what, and again, I'm going to repeat the question from coming from Alice Felix Ramsey. What is your plans to bring people of all races of world four together? I'm going to let you study that. <laughs> the things that I have always wanted to do is have a family day in the park, uh, things of that nature, um, uh, where where people can come out and, and, and sure. bring enjoy. It, bring their families together. Bring the families together, man. You know, like, I come from a generation where if my neighbor 
whooped me. My parents whooped me when I got home. You know, I remember asking certain people, hey, hey, don't tell my daddy you spanked me because he go spank me again. But we had community families. Um, my dad, my parents knew everybody on their on on their street. Me personally, I only know the person to the left of me and the right of me. So to bring communities together, we have to have community events. Bring you know where where uh, uh, Sprout Park is is one of our bigger parks. Um, have basketball tournaments there once a month and things like that, where people can come out and engage each other and show love and happiness to each other. You know, um, um, renovate Alice Keith Park so people can go there and have fun and get to know each other. I mean, Alice Keith Park. I think we just need more. We need more family orientation uh, or in, uh, activities for our communities, not just Ward Four, but Ward One, Two, Three. You know, you know, my like I'm super friendly when I see people. I speak and things like that. I wave. Yeah, but the majority of our community, when we see each other, we mug them. We we have to change that narrative. You know, we need more community events where people can go and have a good time and be right. happy with kids. Right. 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 We, we need to change that. Um, now, let's go. Let's move on to another question from Terry Raw. And let me read this here. I didn't read it before I posted, but let's see. This. The city is currently under a agreement with the TCEQ as far as sewer issues. So will, will you fight to break that agreement to get the ball rolling on sewer issues? That's so coming from Terry Roy. Huge shout out to Terry Roy, man. I mean, Terry Roy, Terry Roy needs to be on this show with every candidate because he's a wealth of knowledge. Um, Terry Roy uh, was the one who who broke it down for me about the TECQ, TCEQ, and the EPA and things like that. You know, I didn't know what that was. So what the TEC, what TCEQ does, say for example, if you have uh uh um, 100 issues where well, the TCEQ sets a standard. You might only have to fix 10 of them that year. That's the minimum. That don't mean you don't have to exceed that, but it, but it, the, the picture that's painted for me is all I have to do is 10, all I'm going to do is 10. So, yes, Terry Roy, if we can break that contract or that agreement with TCEQ to, to get the ball rolling on these sewer issues, Man, look, I lost my house in Emilda. I lost multiple houses in Emilda. So I'm, I'm I'm one of those people who want the sewer issues and the drainage issues fixed. I don't want every time there's a, a tropical storm or a hurricane that my me or my tenants will have to lose everything in our house. I mean, it's, it's a tragic walking in and you see five feet of water in there, or you see the water line five feet of water in there. Because we only have to do uh, just the bare minimal to 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 make sure we pass TCEQ's um, guidelines. I want to be able to fix the issue so that way the city of Beaumont is confident that if we have a flood or a tropical storm, that they're going to come home to a home that's still dry. Yeah, uh, 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 Terry Roy, uh, thank you for educating me on that before you asked me this question. But yeah, no, I, I, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm not in agreement for anything that's going to require just a bare minimum. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, I am here to remedy the problem, not sweep it under the rug. LaDonna, you can speak last. 
Okay, well, I'm just going to say that we really enjoyed tonight's show. You've done a really great job, and you happen to be my guy, so I'm excited about that. And um, we look forward to seeing you on some other platforms, and I know that they're going to have a debate. Tell us about the uh, thing that's coming up, Tony, with the citywide podcasters. They're They're going to... Yes, we're going to have the... Do you uh, have the... Okay, yeah, there, there you we go. go. There we go. I'm going to take this banner down so you can see, but we're going right. to have a the Beaumont Urban Podcast. That's a group of podcasters, uh, uh, African-American podcasters in Beaumont, Texas, and we are coming together as one, and we're going to have a Beaumont Urban Podcast debate April the 3rd. That's a Saturday at 4.30, and it's going to be hosted by DJ Man TV, Prospective, the kickback, the blue table talk, and of course, the best knowledge is power podcast live. We're going to be there and we're going to be the uh, with the candidates and we're going to just hammer it out. And also, um, and again, LaDonna will be in the LaDonna will be. Where are you going to be, girl? I'm going to be at Nails Sparse Bar yeah. and Grill every Wednesday for the next right. couple of Wednesdays, introducing you to candidates at 2820 Warston Boulevard. And we are looking forward to hosting several meet and greets where you can get out and get up close and personal to meet your candidates because we want you to get out and vote. That's what I'm working on, the get out the vote effort. Now, in the morning, you can catch me. I don't know if I'm going to be on KBMT or uh, or or I, I, I'm going to be on the news in the morning <laughs> at 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah? So uh, okay. I'm going to be on the news, I think, I think at lunchtime. I don't know okay. if it's at 10 or 12. I, I, I'll, I'll send out a post or whatever. But the NAACP is going to be answering some black history questions, and I'm looking forward to that. So, you know, um, we, we pride ourselves on keeping our hand on what's going on in the community. Tune in. To- and keep up to date with Brandon on Facebook for Ward Four. Real quick, uh, Brandon, share. You have anything you'd like to share before we close out? Yes, I do. Uh, I want to say this to the citizens of Beaumont: your local elections, your 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 city council, your mayor, your judges, your ADAs, um, things like that. Uh, um, your local judges, your local elections are far more important than your national elections. If President Biden was to pass a law today, it might be a number of years before it gets to us or before it goes into effect. When your mayor or when you're, uh, for example, when Judge Jeff Brannick says there's a curfew in order at 6 p.m., that's effective immediately. When the mayor states you have to wear a mask or there's a, a certain dollar amount of fine that goes into effect, that's effective immediately. So whenever you are voting, make sure you vote for people who have your best interest at heart. Your, your local, your mayor speaks with your governors. Your governors go back to your national elected officials, your Congress, your, your senators, your your, your uh president and things like that so if you don't have the proper representation locally you don't have the proper representation when it comes to national right and on top of that i'm number one on the ballot i'd be one and done man (laughs) 
the barbell comes to the top. So war four, we headed to the top. One and done. One and done. Everybody, Brandon Johnson, candidate for Ward 4, Beaumont City Council uh, election, uh, May, May 2021. I'm, I'm, uh, 2021 throwing me across rights. But anyway, people, we are going to have all the candidates on, and we welcome you to join us every Sundays and Tuesdays until election. And of course, we're going to have other shows that comes in between those with different articles, but uh, we'd like you to join us every Sundays and Tuesdays right here on Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Check out our Facebook page, uh, Knowledge is Power, uh, Power Podcast Facebook page as well. Uh, and you can find us on YouTube that you want to share with your friends and family this show here. Anytime, we're here for you. Thank you again, Brandon. Uh, hope to see you at the polls, everybody. With that, good night. You're dead. Thank you for watching Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Be sure to like and subscribe to all Knowledge is Power social media pages.